this is the Mikey show. It's not the Terry show. Cause my show is better, yo. Mikey show, Mikey show, yeah, yo. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, and good night, everyone. This is your host, Mikey, also known as M18, Aquaman, the man with the plan, Mike on the mic. Mike and Knight, Mike and Psych, or my personal favorite, ADHD. No, seriously, like, uh, I have seriously ADHD. That's why people used to call me that. I'm just joking. ADHD is not my boy. ADHD is it's not me. It's my boy back in AZ. Uh, we go back since the Arsenal days, you know what I mean? Keep your head up, bro. Seriously. Uh, today's topic is going to be about how people are so judgmental uh, based on their outer appearances. When I'm coming up with this, when you're coming up with this topic by itself, it's so so aggravating how people, every, like everyone, male or female, they, they are guilty of this. They look at someone and they're, they judge them right then and there, like based on their outer appearance. I'm more of a guy in the, like, I take the time to know the inner beauty in everyone. As more in a cliche that may sound, there is a side to everyone's story. Um, you know, growing up, uh, I, you know, growing up at a very young age, now a lot of people do not know this, but I was homeless. I lived on the streets at, before the age of seven. I did not have a roof over my head. Um, and a lot of people that I went to school with did not know that I was homeless because it's not something you go around school and you know you brag about it. You know, hey, I'm homeless. You know, you know, or you know, just just in, just in awe. You know, or if someone been or if someone got raped, uh, it, it's kind of you know. Uh, multiple times, you know, a lot of people will just say, you know, that uh, they're usually quiet about it, and it's something that, you know, they take that, they're ashamed of it, but, like, I've came to realize that, like, everyone who ever been raped or went through this burden of themselves, I, trust me, you did nothing wrong to get or, or what happened to you like cause that's what I said I grew up homeless I did not have a home over my head my like I lived in a disfigured tree house we lived in a set of trees and this was before the age of 10 this was like I was between 7 and I was between like 7 and 9 I was in that range and, I, and uh, one day uh, after school I went back home quote unquote so I went home then my friend one of my friends you know followed me home and they uh they seen how I was living and what you know and you know as of that after that day things weren't the same he'll look at me different he'll talk to me differently he was you know he wasn't judging on the outside he was judging you know he was my friend because he you know, well, for my personality of who I was, and he, he, 
and he from from that day that he's seen the, my living arrangements at that time uh, it was never the same uh, after that I felt like he was uh, you know, as I look back this is you know at that time I didn't know at this time you know at at this time I, I could see and realize his intentions and like he felt sorry for me he probably went home and told his mom about how I was living and ever since then um, CPS was um, they got involved and they were investigating my mom they were investigating my mother at that period of time for months months many many months prior to that and we were living from how you know my mom would have these friends quote unquote and she used to have us tell we used to she used to request the, the, that we'll call him our uncle you know even though there was no relationship at all between us like blood wise my mother still did that she still wanted us to call a complete stranger our uncle you know it was it's sad and depressing especially when you're at a young age you're calling everyone uncle and um it it, it just it's it's extremely sad because like you know you kind of get confused who's your relative and who's who's not your relative but like i knew who my family my family was but you know i'm just saying you know not everyone could accept the fact that that mental state at that time that everyone thinks the same um and uh so <clears throat> one one day we stopped living with this guy Frank we called him Uncle Frank so we started living with this other guy uh, I don't recall his name but it was it was actually my mom was heavy in the drugs growing up so it was actually my mom's dealer we, we stood with him for like most of the no, uh, we stood for him for quite some time uh, what happened with that was that like she used to she was with him for drugs. That was it. I, I, I guess when you're a drug addict, you do whatever you have to do to keep your high. You know, and as disgusting that may sound, everyone has that kind of that high. You know, in in a certain way, if you're an adrenaline junkie or, or you're a pill popper, or you know, everyone has that thrill. Um, on a real on a real level. But, like, my mom, you know, God rest her soul, you know, my mom was heavy into drugs. She had dated this guy just to keep her high. Not knowing, what, at that young, at that, at that time, I was living in a, I was living in a meth house. I was living, uh, uh, I was, longer down the road, I eventually looked back and I did some research on it, on that bus that, uh, the Phoenix Police Department did on that house that I was living in. It was a active meth house. The guy was, you know, when you're growing up, you had no idea. At that time, at that time, you had no idea why people were, you know, knocking on the door at two, three o'clock in the morning, you know, and the, this this guy had uh, a peephole, 
you know, at the door, you know, like something you see off of like, you know, movies that, you know, you see it, you know, you swipe down, you see who it is and, you, you know, you shut it, you know, you shut the shutter and you see that in movies all the time, but that's how our, that's how that front door was and it looked exactly like that. At that time, I had no idea that uh, one day at school, one day at school, me and my brother fell into in my well, I fell into some shit. I was hanging around with the wrong kids uh, in the neighborhood. I ended up to do more harm than good, and so I went to school. And right then and there, a social worker or CPS caseworker came and got me from my mom, put me in Juvie de ne- Detention Center. So I was in Juvie for almost a. Now, I was, it was like almost like almost like almost a year uh, and it was just even though it was a few months it, it felt like forever especially when you're contained like an animal in a cage you know which I had a hard time you know at that at that period of time I had a hard time just you know being in a cell like that so I can't imagine how inmates feel no, it's no wonder some go crazy, some don't go crazy, some just, you know, you know, some just read books, I, I don't know. So, uh, a lot of people that, who's close with me nowadays, a lot of people that's close, that I can, used to consider my friend, or friends, a lot of people do not know my circumstances, or nor even my uh, my ex girlfriends they didn't they didn't they don't understand they don't know as what I said there's some things I just kept hidden uh, you know all the contents inside my book and I always thought it was something I you know it should have been a secret so all my girlfriends all my ex girlfriends back in the past they never knew my my true story they just saw me going to school with. I always called them, and they never put the pieces together. Uh, I think one of one of my closest friends. I think she eventually figured it out. But for the most part, my you know a lot of people don't know my story. They were so judging on the outside of the con. You know, they're so judging on the cover of my book of my story, and I figured that growing up, they wouldn't want to know really what happened and why the reason why I am the way I am I you know maybe that's just me being not a stereotype but maybe that's just me you know probably you know giving them the benefit of the doubt of like you know how how people are so judgy uh, but you know I always secured myself you know emotionally of someone you know, knowing the, my true story, um, but a, a lot of my friends don't know that story of that side of me. This is me being a hundred percent true and honest. And when someone, you know, like you know, when someone looks at me or anyone, and they're judging you based on your outer appearance, not knowing your 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 scarring tissue in the inside. No, fuck those people because, you know, people like us, 
you know, who, who, um, who've been through some stuff, who has inside internal issues, and they have, you know, whether if they're kind of screwed up mentally because of a spouse, or if they just been, you know, if they have PTSD due to childhood, from war, from drugs, you know, everything is in a factor in this, but when people are just kind of irritates the, me the most is how people are so judgmental based on, you know, outer appearances, uh, especially when it comes to the dating world, I'm not saying I'm dating, I'm just saying in general and whole, when someone sees like a picture of me or a, a, a person that's not, let's say a person that is not, you know, not attractive, you know, just that's the that's the real insight of like why the hell you know to be completely honest someone judging the you know someone judging someone uh you know because they're usually an attractive person but high but you know they haven't had the time to realize that or came to grips of why they are the way they are you know where I'm getting at with that is that like but behind all the makeup and cosmetics and and eyeliner and makeup everything behind you know th that you put this fake mask of who you are and you want people to you know you to, you want to make yourself look pretty you know deep down and under all of that all of that makeup you're an ugly person and it's and that's a come I I believe in natural beauty in every woman. Uh, you know, women that have a natural beauty and don't rely on, you know, rely on makeup all the time. Some some women out th that's out there, they smother themselves and cake their faces up with makeup. So, you know that saying of like, man, you know, she, she looks good, but only in the dark or like she has a paper bag face. Uh, you know, that's part of work that, how that came to play, you know, the paper bag face thing in a way, um, but like me growing up, uh, I always, I always took the time to know everyone's story, like I, I always judge a relationship based on, or uh, based on a personality of, uh, of an individual, of a girl, or, you know, I always she had a, you know, she had a good, a good heart growing up, you know, because I'll admit it, I, I knew I wasn't that attractive, especially in the town that I was in, I know what kind of guys that they were looking for, you know, a guy who's 6'2", you know, blue eyes, freaking blonde, tall as fuck, you know, handsome, they're Prince Charming, I'll become, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, um, you know, I'm nothing like that. I'm far from that. But to be completely honest, what makes me the way I am is confidence. A lot of people, a lot of girls growing up liked how cocky and confident I was. Uh, maybe that's uh, kind of a burden still, but I don't know. It, it, it's really not a burden either. But, you know, just if you're not, if you're in the same boat as me, you know, with separates, 
an attractive guy from a non-attractive guy is a, a guy's confidence. Women who women likes a confident guy and a guy who just doesn't give a shit. Like I'm both of those words. I don't give a shit what people think about me. And if you don't like, if you judge me based on my outer pins, but like I don't give a shit. You know, it's not like I'm gonna go home and lose sleep. I don't care if you think I'm ugly or hideous. If you think my hair's long, I don't give a shit. And honestly, like, you know, if someone came up, some some woman that um, I was working one night, some woman at the end of our trip, because you know, as you guys may have picked up, I'm an Uber driver and I do it part time. So, um, someone freaking. Uh, said at the end of the trip, oh yeah, you should cut your hair, but like, bitch, what the fuck are you to say, I need a haircut, how the hell do you know I'm not growing out my hair for a kiss for leukemia, or something, or like, you don't know, she was so judgmental by, you know, that's what, I'm right, like, what this topic is about, this, this podcast segment is about, like, know my intentions, and like, a story, behind like my hair you know there's a lot of people around my age that don't have hair and they wish they had the, the hair that I have I'm not saying it's like you know fucking blonde hair and freaking looking gorgeous I'm not saying that shit you know but you know it's it's healthy hair to a certain extent you know it's long it grows and yeah And, uh, yeah, so that was my, kind of my, my topic for today was never judge a book by its cover. And I'm going to do a part two on this segment because I'm going to go more into details about judging a book by its cover. So this is part one. Part two is going to come out this week. Along with a lot of part twos that I said I was going to do and that, uh, and touch up on some other situations that kind of gets me and gets me going and gets my blood pumping. And, uh, uh, so my final thought in this segment, in this podcast, my final thought is, you know, uh, just don't let the, for, if you're an attractive person, don't, I don't, it's on the top of my head, but I really can't think of it. I want to say, like, don't let the ugly in you define who you are it, 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 but all honestly that kind of doesn't make sense I kind of like how it sounds it just you know just don't 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 be one person to judge someone so quickly get to know who they are that's my final thought in this podcast so uh, until next time my friends take care uh, don't kill one another because that's a <laughs> It's a whole different ball game, but uh, yeah. Until then, take care, you know. And yeah, because this is the Mikey Show. It's not the Terry Show. This is my show was better, yo. Mikey Show, Mikey Show. Yeah.